When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hello, welcome to All The Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I am Jonathan Valenzuela. This is a podcast all about indie games and boy howdy, I got a lot of them this week. (laughs) (laughs) Boy howdy, so do I. Um, Normally we try and like, you know, do a focus on uh, games that we've played through the entirety of. Sure. And uh, do a deep dive on, uh, you know, one game in particular. Uh, This week I've got just a hodgepodge, a handful of of games that I have... uh, Dipped a toe in, dipped a few toes in, maybe yeah. maybe about a whole ankle. Yeah, but um, uh, I have not finished any of the games that I'm talking about in today's episode. But I thought you should know about them. How about you, John? I'm the same. Yeah, I've just it's been a it's been a very experimental time in my gaming at the moment. Mm. Just just swinging around, playing a bunch of different stuff, seeing what's out there. Uh, you know, playing one game, playing two games at the same time. Wow. Uh, yeah, male games, with, with female your, games. <laughs> your, ha- your hands and your feet? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Just uh, one console each. Con- controlling my laptop with my feet. Yeah, perfect. Switch with my hands. You, you have, I, I heard that you've started playing up a game. Bu- games Co- up the butt. Co- cookie Clicker again. <laughs> yeah. Which is a I've, game you could definitely can play with your feet. Oh, definitely. For Yeah, totally. You can play it with any body part. If you can teach, teach a body part to click, yeah. you can, it can play Cookie Clicker. Yeah. It was a game that we were hideously addicted to. Um, Six in, years ago. And uh, a friend of ours started playing it again. And, and uh, told us. Told us, yeah. I mean, they bumped an old Facebook thread with hundreds of comments yeah. of us all playing it and updating everyone with like you know our progress through this game. Where you know, at, the, at the beginning it starts and it's just one cookie and you click the cookie and you click the cookie 20 times and you have enough clicks to buy. You start like it's 10 clicks to buy a, a pointer that clicks the cookie for you That's and right. makes 0.1 cookies per second. That was that was the beginning of my my addiction to idle games. Right. That has since transformed into like Adventure Communist and Egg Inc. and stuff like that. Right, yeah, but sure. That was the that was the granddaddy of them all. I remember like, yeah, like leaving my laptop open for weeks at a time and it would just continually amassing cookies because you end up buying like all these insane things that help you yeah. Grand, click more Grandmas cookies. and mines and, and time machines banks and, and temples and stuff. Yeah. But Levens, that's rookie shit. I bought I bought myself a new laptop and my old laptop became a dedicated cookie clicker machine that just <laughs> sat under like a side table next to my couch and periodically I'd go and check it and be like, Oh, I've amassed eighty four quintajillion cookies. <laughs> I better buy some shit kind of thing. Is there an is there an endpoint to it? No. 
Wow, that's great. The whole the whole idea with idols is they just go on forever, essentially, for so the most part. You started playing it again. Yeah. How I many just, How many I, cookies you click in a second? I I can click. This is very early on. I literally just started yesterday. I have amassed one point five two billion cookies. I have eight hundred ninety six thousand cookies per sec. Okay, so you started from, started from scratch. I know you have like a yeah, save file. I have, from, I have a save game. I have a save file from years ago that's like would put me on like sextillion cookies in <laughs> in one second, but. I uh, as as uh, Tullet, who was the one that bumped the thread, pointed out like it, the climb is the point. Absolutely. So I've I've gone back to the beginning again. I'm starting again. And then you can reset your game once and you're kind of getting bored of the the slow grind to get you know one yeah. thing that you that you can't quite afford yet. And then you you get like heavenly chips, which are like a yeah. multiplier on they're your, your they're clicks. Your prestige, your prestige thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember it's, it's one, of the, one of the only games that both my wife and I at any, have, have been addic- equally addicted to at this other one time. Yeah. If not, she, her probably a little bit more, more than me. Well, the funny thing, I read back through the entire 300 comment thread <laughs> and we were all like, we were striving for something like a billion cookies per second. And then there's just one comment that's like, it's over guys, Bianca is, Bianca's beaten all of us <laughs> to get to one billion. <laughs> Um, that's great. Great times. Well great done, memories. B. That's our review of Cookie Clicker um, yeah. from 2013. It's, uh, uh, it's ortil.net.org slash cookie clicker slash. What has that dude done since? Like, uh, I'm not sure. He's, he's, he's still trying like, to beat his own game. The last, well, the last update to Cookie Clicker was uh, the 28th of September 2019. Oh, wow. So he's like been he's still active. Yeah, yeah. Still going at it. Uh, hopefully he generates enough from like ads on the Cookie Clicker yeah, webpage. Yeah, you can, you can donate to his PayPal as well. Does he have, I would buy Cookie Clicker. Or is it, he's, got pay, he's got a Patreon. Let's find out in yeah. real time. That's why people listen. Yeah, of so course. So we can find out what people who used to make games that we were addicted to are doing now. Uh, disabled, yeah. Check out our... Yeah, they've got a red bubble with... Um, with merch. Oh, some of this is actually... <laughs> some of this is actually pretty cool. Like, like hold on. Oh, we've got a... Uh, oh, right. You can, you can have a... T-shirt with one of the grandmas from Cookie Clicker on it. Yeah, one of the hideous and it says, pixelated grandmas saying absolutely, absolutely disgusting. disgusting. That's, that's 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 good shit. I I like. That. I can see you wearing that. Yeah, I would I would totally rock that in a black. Yeah. It, look, none of the games we're talking about today are, uh, no. are idle Cookie Clicker esque games. So if that's the only reason you listen to the show, sorry to disappoint you. Yes, you have to do stuff in all yeah. the other games. Sorry. Um, what do you want to talk about first, John? Uh, one of yours. Let's go one of yours. Okay, so I've got two games that were published by Arc System Works in two Japan. Two games. Um, and uh, they are... Well, actually, one of them is a collection of several games, many oh games. Um, but yeah, so Arc System Works is a Japanese publisher that um, have done a lot of... Uh, they're both probably best known in the fighting game um, community, um, namely for, for Guilty Gear okay. and Blaze Blue. Uh-huh. I know it's spelt like Blaz Blue, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Blaze Blue. Anyway, I'm sure most of the internet will, as they love doing every day, <laughs> let me know if I've mispronounced Point it. Point out your mispronunciation. Um, many, many of them would say, well, Evans, if you wanted to stop doing it, maybe look up how to pronounce something before you say it. To them, I say, no, <laughs> never. Oh, I should have mispronounced it. Should, to them, I say, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nerver. Um, so uh, I want to talk about uh, Code Shifter um, and uh, Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler Bundle. Okay. Um, so... These guys are an, an indie uh, developer and publisher now from Japan, uh, but they own the rights to a lot of, uh, you know, once top 
top tier like legacy uh, ones yeah NES uh, NES games um, I think they bought the rights to Double Dragon for this new collection Kunio Kun is better known in uh, in the western world as Retro City Rampage okay R- sorry River, C- River City Rampage right sorry my bad uh, Retro yeah. City for a second there I was like hey I played that River, River, River City sorry my fuck I got I confused all of my things <laughs> River City Ransom it's better known as Miss yeah. <laughs> River City Ransom is uh, is the uh the um, yeah, what were the original Kunio Kun games? One last were. last year you played River City Girls. That's right. Yeah, yes. and, that, and that's so Arc System Works. Um, well, ha, ha, they were involved with that with Way Forward, right? And uh, actually, I'm going to talk about another Way Forward game later on this episode. Oh, it's all tying together. But so the Double Dragon and uh, Kunio Kun Retro, what's it called? Retro Brawler Bundle is, as you can guess, a whole bunch of like. Uh, uh, like late 80s, early 90s brawler mm-hmm. games from the Famicom and the NES. So it's 18 games all up. Oh, damn. Um, what's the full list? Why wouldn't you put the full list on here? God, it's fucking good. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, did you grow up playing like Double Dragon and, and those kind of like brawling games? No, because I didn't have a console as a kid. I right. Was, I was on PC. I've definitely, I've since played Double Dragon. Uh, yeah. I would have played it at arcades as well. But sure. Yeah, it was the ultimate. Like every kid just had a double dragon sure. game that yeah. when, you, when you went to visit it. Um, yeah, for a lot of friends' houses as well. I would have, I would have been playing it, uh, playing it at. But, so I'm trying um, to find a full list of uh, of all the games that you get on this, which I'm sure everyone else could probably do immediately. But um, there's like so there's three double dragon games, ooh. and the rest of the games make up the Kunio Kun six dragons series. So Kunio Kun was released in uh, the uh, mid late '80s uh, in Japan. Um, on the Famicom, and mm-hmm. then when it came to th- that original first game, when that came to the West, it was called Renegade. Um, I've never played Renegade before. Okay, it is so fucking hard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, you get three Double Dragons, you get River City Ransom, you get Renegade, you get Super Dodgeball, and then you also get a game called Crash and the Boys, which uh, I know as one of the bands that um, yeah, uh, play from, uh, that plays in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, all of the bands that Scott Pilgrim versus. Um, they're all named after like obscure NES games, like what is it, Clash of Demon Head? Yeah, 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 the Clash yeah. of Demon Head. Yeah, and yeah, Crash and the Boys is a Kunio Kun game where it is a like a sports fighting game where you enter in different rounds of sports, but your game, you're crashing the boys, and then you've got to go, you've got to like basically like beat up the like because all these all the River City Ransom games are like you've got to beat up right, um, you know different schoolboys and stuff like that. What is in it this about one, River City? I know. Um, what's in the water over yeah. River City? Um, but yeah, in, in, in Crash and the Boys, which I'd never played, I, did, like, I was like, I wonder what this game is like. Yeah, you, uh, you, you have to do, compete in like, you know, a hurdles event or a swimming event, but it's less about winning and more about beating the shit out of your <laughs> opponent and then winning. Amazing. So like you're jumping over the hurdle, you have to jump and then pick up a knocked over hurdle and then throw it at your opponent. <laughs> It's really, really hard. I'm sure once you get the hang of it, it's quite an easy game. This sounds excellent. But yeah, it's super fun. And then there's like a whole bunch of like um, dodgeball games, uh, volleyball games, all where you you play as uh, the characters from Kunio Kun. Um, uh, And lots of these never ever came out of Japan, like Downtown Niketsu March Super Awesome Field Day and Downtown Special Kunio Kun's Historical Period Drama, which are just like... River City Ransom, if you've ever played that game, you just, you know, move from one side of the state to, of, of, of the uh, screen to the other and beat the shit out of everyone and pick up their weapons. And they just, they're so good. You, you get, you hit points where you've got to buy either like food to replenish your health or upgrades to give yourself more power. They're just like, it, it's a master, like, 
like Renegade, I think is is really really tricky to play because it's um, it's it's a it, the combat's very difficult. You've got to point in the direction of where you want to punch, but while you're punching, because if you don't do it, you just point. It's difficult. You, you have sure. like a you're you're like neutral pressing of the attack button does a kick behind you weird yeah it, i i just couldn't i couldn't get my head around it It looks nowhere near as nice as the as uh the river city ransom looks so as soon as i went, went and then played those games instead i'm like oh no i love these games they mastered this i think that i think river city ransom is the best brawler yeah um what and, and certainly that series or at all i mean you could say like you know just in the way the same way that people would say like you know Super Mario, the original Super Mario is the best game of all time. Right. I, I think this game like gets so much right about what, you know, River City Girls is such an, and um, the Scott Pilgrim brawler. I was going to say, um, it, it provided a blueprint that other brawler games that's right, kind absolutely. of took and ran with. Right. And it, it's, sure, sure, sure. It's fun just having all of these games collected. Um, so that's out now. I think it's um, other people signed a review it today. So that I think that's out um, now on the, on the Switch store. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's coming to. Other consoles too. Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler Bundle. Um, another game that Arc System Works put out um, earlier this year um, featured all of those same characters from Kunio right. Kun. Uh, unfortunately, no uh, Double Dragon characters, but um, it's a game called Code Shifter. And Code Shifter is a mashup game featuring characters from all of the iconic Arc System Works franchises, including Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue. Um, you have um, River City Ransom characters showing up. You have um, River City Girls characters showing up and various other characters from all the other games that Arc System Works publish. Um, and so I thought, cool, it's going to be a really fun fighting game. It kind of is that, but you don't play as the characters that you're fighting as. Instead, you play as a game developer. Okay. And you are trying to uh, publish a game. Right. Except, um, you know, with a week before, crunch, like you're in crunch time and bugs start appearing in your game. So you create a system to get rid of the bugs, which is a brawler that has you play as a character and then you go and like basically fight the bugs in the game this to kill is, them. My, my meta level is like my meta gauge is hitting uh, the red line here. Yeah, and all of the characters from these various franchises are just kind of like they're like power-ups that you get within a level that allows you to play as that character until you like get hurt or whatever. Right. And then they like, you know, like the dude from, from like the main dude from Kunio Kun, like he can like punch open bricks that your default character can't and things like things like that. And like others can attack up and like do all these weird special attacks. There's like 70 playable characters what? in this. And every, every level you're playing like in this, like, fairly kind of like stark, bland, flash-looking background as this character with like, you know, swarms of enemies. And then, like, you know, every level takes like maybe five minutes and then you have like five minutes of dialogue with like you talking to all the other game developers. Like, you know, you like... like the writer has to talk to the, like the. This sounds. It's it's so fucking weird. So weird. So weird. I kind of love it. Right. <laughs> it's it's extremely Japanese, okay. and then like some some extremely Japanese loving, um, you know, Western studio has has lovingly translated. Sure. And instead of going like this, no one is going to like this outside of Japan. Um, but I love it. For because it is so strange, you can't get it in Australia. So if you want to get it, you need to um, create an account 
for somewhere else. In I don't think it was um, released in in Europe either. I don't okay. know why. Maybe because of licensing, or mm, maybe just because they realised the sheer amount of the sheer amount of characters they've packed in there. Like that's a licensing nightmare. Yeah, totally. Maybe or could just because it's just too insane and niche. But like I'm talking like Kingdom Hearts level of meta, like game within a game. And then an excuse. Like, it, it's just not what I was expecting at all. There comes a time in every podcast, Levens, where the question must be asked Are you a weeb? Yeah. Okay. I am. <laughs> this podcast is done, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> I will not cast with a weeb. I read all of Dragon Ball Z in yeah. three days this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I am. I'm. I took my second Japanese class last night. Really? I'm doing quite well at it, I think. Oh, cool. I actually have um, my... The next episode of All the Small Games will be me reviewing a bunch of games that teaches you about hiragana and katakana uh, through arcade fighting. I thought it was going to be... You you were going to do the whole thing in Japanese and the podcast consists of me being like, I don't understand you. (laughs) Look, at the moment, I can like ask you what your phone number is and I don't know if you want to give that out. (laughs) Um, cool. So Though they are, yeah. Arc, Code yeah, shifters. Arc, arc system works games. Code shifter and uh, the uh, double dragon and Kunio Kun retro brawler bundle. Nice. Um, the the bundle is like a must get in my opinion. The presentation of it of all the games is so lovingly done and like it's just so good having all these. Like I, I don't know if I, I just like you know obviously River City. Um, so what the fuck? The friends of Ringo Ishikawa. I bring it sure. up all the time. I loved it. You don't get that game without the Kunioku game. Kunioku games. Of course, yeah. It's like, like a love letter to those it, games. It, you know, he, it's him assigning like a a, a, a backstory and and, send, and character yeah. to one of like the kind of nameless What's punches in that in that franchise. It 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 ran so friends of friends of Ringo Ishikawa could walk. No, no, other way around. Other it, way it around. Walked, so it walked. Could run. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I, just, I feel like running is more effort-based, and so walking is like, ah, oh, I can calmly do this now. I don't know. It's a fucking <laughs> saying. Is it my turn? It is your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the games I'm reviewing today is called Juicy Realm. Now, Juicy Realm was developed by a group called Space Can and published by XD Network Inc. I've never even heard of this. Yeah, right? Juicy Realm. Um, so this is a game. It sounds it's like a, something that a, like Starburst would use to advertise like what it's like to eat their candy. Yeah, like one crunch. Welcome, and you enter the Juicy welcome Realm. Welcome to the Juicy Realm. So this game actually was recommended to me by Oscar Britton, mm-hmm. who was the developer of Desert Child. Yep, which we were uh, pretty big fans of early last year, I think, when it came out. Uh, yeah, he he put me onto this game. It is a rogue light. Where uh, it is set in a world that a <coughs> a meteor has fallen to Earth and made all fruit sentient <laughs> uh, and evil. So Great. you you play as one of the few remaining humans living in this enclave that ventures out. To- you play as one of the few remaining unsentient fruit who just <laughs> yeah. sits there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you play as one of the few remaining humans who like live in the human enclave and ventures out to try gain control of the world again. Essentially, uh, it is very much like um, reminds me very much of like Enter the Gungeon mm-hmm. in the way that uh, you have this variety of characters um, that each have kind of different special abilities and different weapons, um, and you can as as you kind of play more and earn up currency, you can use that to unlock. 
are new characters that have different skills. Some characters are melee based. Some characters are, you know, have guns and various kind of range damage. Oh, I love some of the character designs. Yeah. Like looking down at it, it looks like a, like a mobile game, like from screenshots. Oh, definitely. There's, there's a lot of love put into the character. Uh, oh man, that main character looks fucking cool. Yeah, it's it has proven to be. I mean, look, I am I am no big fan of of roguelites, with the exception I think I've said previously of Children of Mortar. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is really fun. I, I love like it's got a really cool kind of cartoony style to it. It's very colorful. It's very bright. Um, the the combat is is the combat's pretty good. I've um. I think on my like my second run, I made it through like two bosses before I fell. Oh, cool! And that's, normally, that's satisfying. Yeah, normally yeah. for this kind of game, I'm like, oh, first first room, I'm dead. Yeah, sort totally. of thing. First enemy. It feels uh, very very similar to like Enter the Gungeon or Binding of Isaac. You move through rooms. Um, this this has a map function that actually tells you what the rooms around you have. Mm-hmm. So you're not just blindly wandering into a boss room. Like if you look at the map, it'll be like. The boss room is up that way. There is a store left. So you can go like, cool, all right, I'll hit the store before I go in. Like, gives you a chance to sort of plan what your moves are as you move through the map. Um, each each room, I guess, would be the right term for it, or each area that you move through feels bigger than, like, and it feels bigger than it would in Enter the Gungeon because you can kind of, like, it's got a lot more movement to the side. You can pan around the level. There's a bit more space to it. Um if you hate fruit, <laughs> then boy, you're gonna love this game. You get to shoot them. Yeah, you can you can shoot the shit out of them. Um, very cool, very varied enemy design. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a it, there's not much story to it beyond get out there and keep killing them fruit. Great. Um, yeah, look, I I, I it, it came out in like 2018. Both of my games this this episode are, uh, are not the latest and greatest. I feel like there's been doesn't another. Need to be. There's been another bit of a, a slump in the eShop of late. Uh, Kunio Kun came out in 1987, so yes, <laughs> so real fresh. Um, but yeah, I, I I mean, big shout out to Oscar for for putting me on this. I think it's going to be one of those ones that like I will I will happily jump into and That's put cool. like half an hour, 45 minutes into every once in a while. So this is out on it's on Switch, it's on iOS, it's on Android, it's on uh, Windows, it's on PlayStation oh, it's, 4. It's on iOS? That's wild. I didn't know it was on iOS. Maybe it's like a an iPad exclusive. Speaking of iOS, totally apropos of nothing, but something I wanted to mention to you. Yeah. The original Angry Birds isn't available on the iOS store anymore. Interesting. Which, I mean, Angry Birds has become one of the most bloated game franchises of all time. But that original Angry Birds was like genuinely a fucking cool game. Yeah, totally. And, and then, you, you can't get it anymore. So you can only get like a weird monetized sequel version? or Yeah, you can get like Angry Birds Seasons and Angry Birds <coughs> Rio if you owned them previously. Like I had to go into my purchase and go back and buy them. And even then, they've introduced all that, like... Fuck me dead. There are so many Angry Birds games. Yeah, right? Angry Um, Birds AR. Angry Birds Dream Blast. Angry Birds Transformers. Angry Birds Evolution. Angry Birds Friends. And Angry Birds 2. So, Angry Birds 2 is pretty much one of the only ones out of that list that is the same as the original Angry Birds you remember. The pullback and fling one. The rest are all just, like... We've taken Angry Birds and put them in every other type of popular mobile game category you can find. Great, but yeah, Angry Birds one. I, went, I was like, oh yeah, I want to play that again. Like that's a fun game. I never, I never got into that one. I just, I, I was like, more of a Doodle Jump fan oh, of during course. that era. Love Doodle Jump. Where was it? Where was that? A real bad boy, huh? 
Can you still play Doodle Jump? I don't know. I'm like, maybe Rian still Doodle Jump. <laughs> that's that's like the same era as Oh no, probably predates Cookie Clicker could even. Do, could do. Oh, definitely predates Cookie Clicker. Like Doodle Doodle Jump was one of the first. So I can get one that the one that I've always had, mm-hmm. or I can get one that's free with in-app purchases. Right. I get the one that I always had. Yeah, it's a good plan. Redownload that. Anyway, that was that was just you reminded me. Doodle Jump is totally a game that I could play while podcasting too. <laughs> well, you're the you're the next one to make a review, so let's put this to the test. Just ask me how old I am. Why the fuck do you care, Doodle Jump? Yeah. Oh, so they can show you the adult content. Yeah. So they can show you the the real Jump Doodle, the real Doodle. <laughs> Jumps Doodle. Um, but yeah, Juicy Realm PlayStation Four, Switch, Android, iOS, Windows, Mac. So if you if you own a device, you can play this game. Although, funnily enough, I haven't seen it. Like as I was saying. I haven't seen it show up on iOS. Um, Fuck. Do- Doodle Jump is happening right right now, guys. Uh, hold on. Oh, I snapped it. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I snapped my doodle. Um, yeah, I'm going to look up Juicy Rum and see if it's on. I, I just looked at it and there's like a weird like Japanese game that doesn't look anything like what you just described. Right. And Because, uh, yeah, this is uh, oh, yeah, developed no. in China. Yeah. Very bizarre. That looks like a visual novel. Anyway, cool. <laughs> Juicy Realm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, while we're on the subject of uh, games that, were, that, that once were old and now are new again. Yes. Um, a game that I never played in 2015 called It Came From Space and Ate Our Brains. Um, it was uh, developed in Poland. Right. Uh, um, uh, is out now on... I played it on Switch. Okay. If you played... What was that game that we played? The Island, The Vacation, what was it called? The Tourist. The Tourist. The yes, Tourist. Yes, um, yes. Uh, that, that blocky kind of Minecrafty uh, yes. style. Um, voxel. Voxel things. Voxel this, is like a, this is a voxel twin stick shooter mm. um, a survival game where you just have to, have to do your best in, to survive against um, swarms and swarms of, uh, of uh, multicolored aliens mm-hmm. that come and uh, attack you. Um, you get multiple weapon upgrades. The Your initial like... You're just given a mission at the beginning of as soon as you start, and you uh, have to make your way to like you know the the home base or whatever. Sure. I'm sure it has a proper better name than that. Right. But like yeah, you've got to get basically get to the safe zone. Okay. Um, and uh, in order to do that, you have to basically like either run and gun or like do you try and be slow and careful and like stake out and wait till you see the aliens come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love twin stick shooters. Um, and uh, this is definitely like a game quite similar to Juicy Realm, where it is like one that you would just pick up. Sure, you know how to, you know how, you know the controls. You're just gonna try and like see how long you survive. Oh, well, three minutes. Okay, <laughs> off, off we go. And then you're doing three minutes, man. Thirty seconds for me. <laughs> um, but it was developed and published by Triangle Studios and all so All In Games. Um, okay, and uh, it is out now on Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Right, um, and it's quite cheap. Um, it it, uh, it looks fun, um, and uh, it, it's a it's a just like you know it, the, the controls are tight, um, and it's like you know one of those timeless kind of survival kind of games. So there was a fun there was a, fun, a few fun games like this on like 
when PS3 were pushing indies and the minis. Okay. You know, the mini series. This feels like one of those games. And uh, it's fun to play a game just like it. So that's, it came from space and ate our brains. It came from Poland and is and on your Switch. That's right. Yeah. That's my review. Nice. What's next for you, JV? I have one other game to talk about. Mm-hmm. This game is called Automachef. <coughs> now, you're addicted to this, right? I am. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> grabbed me. Because re- your parents are outside. <laughs> We're going to bring them in. <laughs> it's time we have... This is an intervention. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Chef is developed by Hermes Interactive, uh, which is an Argentinian game development That's a glo- company. global, we, global. We have been just pinging all over the map yep. today. Japan, um, China, Poland, Argentina. Argentina. Um, is it Argentina? Uh, all, all places <laughs> that... I was going to say were involved in World War II, but they weren't. Um, Argentina is where they wound up after World War II. Who's they? They're Nazis. All oh, right. Argentina, Brazil. Please, it's, it's a little bit, of, little bit of chili. All right. Um, so, yes. Uh, from Argentina, Hermes Interactive, published by the good folk at Team 17. Oh, cool. Yeah. Another love to, love to see their logo come up. Yeah, I totally. Play something. I think they're like, I think like Annapurna and Devolver are now like God tier echelon. They're like one click down, I think. Uh, they put out great games. I love like, Team 17 published Blasphemous last year. Like, yeah, they, they do a course. wide range of different stuff. Yeah, um, fantastic. So, Automachef is uh, it's essentially it's a puzzle game. The idea is you have been tasked by a robot pretending to be a human to set up a bunch of kitchens for him, uh, but the kitchens are entirely made of automated machinery. Right. So there's kind of there's a, there's like a, a, a sort of subplot running through all of it where the robot talks about this is his plan to for world domination essentially and to wipe out humans, but you can like none of that really comes in during the gameplay. That's just color around the edges. So essentially, what you do is you are given like each level. It will say like okay for this level you need to cook like a BLT and a cheeseburger. <laughs> And then you have a budget that you have to stick to as best as possible. Um, you have three other goals, which is you need to cook a certain amount of meals, cook and serve a certain amount of meals. You need to keep under a certain amount of electricity used and keep under a certain amount of ingredients used. You have a variety of equipment that you have access to. You then need to construct the kitchen right. in a way that will serve this food. Oh, so because... Team 17 also published Overcooked. Overcooked. One of their most successful Completely games. Completely different. I saw this, and I think I just kind of saw like the aerial like map of, of like, you know, one of the spaces that you've created, I guess. Yes. And I was like, oh, I guess it's a game kind of similar to Overcooked. No, it is. I don't need that stress in my life. It's like more like, like a resource management kind it of is. game. Or, yeah, 100%. right. 100%. Okay. So it's, it is very like, it is the opposite of Overcooked. It is very calm. It is very logical. It is very like, you need to think very hard oh, playing this game. Um, so yeah, you, you have a BLT to cook, you have a burger to cook. So you need to grill the bacon You need to, for the BLT, you need to grill the patties for the burgers, you need burger buns, you need lettuce, you need tomato, you need to cut the tomato, you need bread that needs to be toasted for the BLT. So each of these steps you have to logically figure out, okay, what machines do I need? What order do they need to go in? Can I combine some of the so processes? it's like a coding game it is it's like i've i'm up to like the eighth or ninth level um and it is definitely like i have to sit there and think in a programming way yeah, of like, i should get this for archie for sure i like the, 
by the third level, my fir- like the first thought entering like the third level was Archie's gonna love this game in maybe four years. Yeah, right. Like sure. once he's a bit older and has played some more games and understands concepts of gameplay and that kind of stuff, he will love this game. Like he definitely. My son has an extremely mathematical brain. Yes, yeah. he 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 definitely. Have you have you gotten him any toys that that work with programming and stuff? Um, he has. Uh, it's called Osmo, and it's okay. a, yeah, you use it with your iPad, and there's like a coding game element that, to it. Yeah, like you, yeah, like you basically like have like these little plastic panels that you say like you you move characters around yeah. uh, on the screen by like putting things in the real world that like tell them to like you know walk two spaces jump. Right. So you've got to right. like, like make maneuver people through a maze through, through like, you know, giving them actions and sure. the order, ordering it right. And he enjoys that sort of stuff? It's a little complicated for him, but I think, yeah. I Last think, time yeah. I tried, yeah. It will, it will, it's something that he will grow into. But definitely, like, from what I've seen in his mind, he will love this game at some point in time. Mm. I am just like, it has hooked me hard. I will sit there and spend 10 minutes just looking at my kitchen, going, like, how can I make this more efficient? How can I change this around so that, like, I have two machines. Can I combine this process into one machine? And then, like, because you have a variety of other things as well. You have robotic arms. Yep. Some of them are dumb that will just pick anything up and move them where you tell them. Some of them are smart and you can go, like, only pick up finished, like, cooked hamburger patties or only do this or do that. So, like... Do I have one grill with a bunch of conveyor belts afterwards and smart arms saying, like, pick this particular ingredient off that stream of ingredients to transfer it to another assembly station? It is just, like, it is the puzzle-loving part of my brain is having a fucking field day with this. I am really enjoying it. Um, the, it, would be, it would be, like, I've just started a level where the, the, your robotic boss is, like, Oh, I built the level myself, but something's wrong with it. Can you troubleshoot it, essentially? And I've been having a great time trying to work out, like, where in this process are things going wrong? Essentially, how can I improve? I wish there were a couple more of those because they're really enjoyable to sort of, like, building something from scratch is fun, but also, like, looking at something that already exists and figuring out your own take on it is great. Yep. I wish, (laughs) as well, that there maybe was a bit more robust tutorial because they essentially like it it walks you through a couple of the processes at the beginning and then sort of goes like cool go for it and i wish there'd been a few more tutorial levels that are like this is an ingredient gate that will stop ingredients until you tell it to let them go here's how you would use it right in a scenario then like like kind of teaching the basics allows you to then iterate on that. Mm-hmm. There are a few machines that they haven't, they didn't really run me through the basics for. So I'm just kind of having to field them out myself. And I don't know if I'm using them as efficiently as possible. Right. But it is like, it's a learning process and it's something that I'll probably pick up over time. Yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, I've just, it, cause I was planning on really like kicking out the jams and playing a heap of different games. And then I got two levels into a Thomas chef and my brain was like, this is what you're playing for the next like three weeks. Have <laughs> fun, buddy. So good. So that uh, is a Thomas chef. It um, came out in July, 2019. It did. Um, and, and it's it out on switch and steam, switch and steam PC only for steam. Right. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so final game uh, is somewhat in the food world. Mm. Um, when you eat too much bad food, you get sick. And what makes you better? Vitamins. That's what. And this game is called Vitamin Connection. It was developed and published by WayForward, who we mentioned uh, yes. uh, last ep, um, all talking about uh, Shantae. 
Yeah, um, that's right. Do we talk about this this episode as well? Yeah, they, they published River City Girls. Yes, of course. Um, but I, uh, this is a game not like any of the uh, way forward platformer games I've ever played in my life before. This is a game that I think like reminds me of a first party Nintendo launch game. Okay. Specifically, like right. one that I wish was like a pack in game for um, for the Switch. Sure. Uh, so this is a game that they're encouraging you to play co op. Um, it is uh, a game in which you cap you pu- you co pilot the capsule ship on a microscopic journey as Vita Boy and Mina Girl. Um, and so you have to battle bacteria. Um, but when you play it in co-op mode, um, basically your your ship looks... It's, it's One half of it is blue, the other half is pink, and each Joy-Con is operated by a, a different player. Well, Sorry, yeah. each side... So, so one person um, operates... Um, like going up and down and left and right, so the like you know the, the movement sh- of, of the ship, um, and the other character operates um, like Our, the, orientation, that, like tilt, the tilting, yeah, by tilting, and then also um, aims the the laser, which the other player can fire. Yes, so it is this bizarre like. That was a very weird choice, having like the one person aim but the other person shoot. Yeah, that that definitely makes it like you need to communicate. We we played a little bit of this game recently. So, well, so I've played through the first two levels of this game on my own. Okay, because you can play it um, with like where you do everything. Right, and I like I did go overwhelmed once or twice, um, but uh, when I played it with you, it was so much harder. Oh yeah. So like it's a really really tricky game to play with two players. It's a little um, bit. It's a it's a touch like. Pat your head and rub your stomach. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. But, but like, pat another person's head and rub another person's... So, like, yeah, yeah. The, the bulk of this game is you, like, floating through someone's body, blasting the bacteria with your vitamin ray, um, and then um, once you hit, like, the, the hot spots of where the virus or, you know, the bacteria is, so the first level is, like, the brain, the heart, and... The stomach or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, and um, be the liver. Um, and uh, once you reach the like the 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 main like you know the main vessel or whatever that you've got to look after, the main organ that you've got to uh, protect, you then enter a mini game. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them is like a rhythm based mini game where one like where you've got to move and do things in in, in unison. Um, so you've got to communicate that. But like, obviously, doing it by on your own, it's just a matter of like figuring out what your left hand does and your right hand hand does. Sure. And doing it in time to music. Um, and then one of them is a like, fuck, it's like the game Operation. I know this is a, this is a very old it, toy, but it's like you, I don't know, the, the physical version of this toy is like you have like a metal circle yeah. um, that is looped around a long metal pipe that mm-hmm. goes from one end to another. And then you slowly and carefully have to maneuver the, the metal circle around the full length of the pipe. And if you touch the, the pipe, it goes like, yeah. like, 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 like an opera, the operation game does when you touch the sides. Um, in this one, yeah, like, like, for, so John was operating the overall movement mm-hmm. of, uh, of, of, of our capsule. And then I had to like, yeah, like move, move my Joy-Con to, uh, make sure we were leaning the right way. So, yes. we, were, so we wouldn't touch. So it is, you both, you both have to move equally in order and order to have like a smooth motion. But every time you touch the sides, you lose health and we just died. Yeah. <laughs> we died and then we had to reset. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I was able to clear that on my own. It was just funny like, right. that I, it, was, it was impossible with you. But uh, look, this game looks really bright. There's there's annoying but like competent voice acting for all the characters and bacteria. Um, <clears throat> the mini games are well thought out, and it is a co-op game that that uses the Joy Cons on almost I would say unlike every other indie game we've played. 
then we, yeah. you very rarely play like a motion controlled game. Yeah, um, I, fa- I mean, these it's, days. Inter- it's interesting that only one player is motion control. Yeah, sure. Like it would have been, it would have been fun if both of you motion control, and like yeah, you move one moves, up and yeah, down yeah. and side to side. You're making it so much more difficult. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that this would have been like a sen- like, actually totally like I can see this being a, a, a Nintendo published first party launch game for the Switch, and like I feel like that's the best thing you could say about a game like this, yeah. which clearly isn't for everyone, but it's like a co op party game. And if that's what's lacking in your life, a game to play with you know your friend or your partner or your kids, um, that is. A like really colorful co-op game that is difficult, but like encourages you to work together to to you know to to beat the the mini game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely and there are, are mini games that you can play outside of the story mode. Um, I would definitely recommend this one. It's called Vitamin Connection. It's only on Switch. Way forward one published day it. We'll find it. The, the vitamin, vitamin connection. connection. The bacteria. The, the pink side. The blue side. And me. <laughs> Um, so that is it for uh, the, all the games that we talked about. Uh, yeah. John, tell me what games we talked about this episode. Uh, we talked about that big um, bunch of brawlers. The big bunch of brawlers. River City Ransom, <laughs> River City Girls, Kunio Kun, Double Dragon, and Kunio Kun. Books Kunia. You run into a library and just beat the shit out of people. That's right. And Code Shifters, Juicy Realm. Um, it came from space and ate it our came brains. from space and ate our brains. A Thomas Chef, and finally vitamin vitamin connection. connection. You did a terrible job. I really did. <laughs> really stunk that one up. Uh, let John know how much of a terrible job he did. Only at that one last thirty yeah, second review period. bomb my life. Yeah, perfect. Um, you can head over to uh, facebook.com slash all the small games for our Facebook page um, at all the small game for us on Twitter, and our email address is all the small games at gmail.com. Um, I don't know if you've noticed we've started we've switched to a fortnightly format the yes. episodes are slightly longer just trying to fit in this podcast in our busy lives uh, yeah this is hopefully going to make it a bit easier we- weekly podcast that's a that's a young man and a layabouts game i don't know if uh if anyone like necessarily tunes in for like cutting edge indie game news no so i think you know us i thought like we review old th- games all the new we're games curators that's true um but uh look we are I, I still want to launch a, a Patreon sure. um, uh, for the show and, and maybe like a Discord uh, channel uh, for all the small games where you can talk about indie games uh, nonstop. So maybe I should try and do that before we record again yeah. and we can launch it then. But uh, in the meantime, if you have any ideas of what you would like us to do with the show, we would love to hear from you, all the small games at gmail.com. And uh, if you have a friends that love indie games, um, everyone always says at the end of podcast, you know, review us. And like, that is somewhat helpful, but the most helpful thing you can do is tell a friend that likes the same shit you do to, uh, to listen to us as yeah, well. Give us, um, give us a listen. Cause I feel like, like, I feel like considering like it, this is the, like, I know we are niche as hell, but I feel like that the, the people that are into our niche aren't, they don't know about us yet. No. And for some reason it falls on our listeners to tell them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <So. laughs> Go out and tell five people about all the small games today. Or you'll get cancer. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but luckily, we'll send in the, a vitamin Joy-Con up your butt, and it'll <laughs> shoot all the, back, all the cancer bacteria. You will be controlling the motion one. We will be controlling the, the other one. And then John can make an automa uh, doctor. Chef. Yeah. Who has to make a hospital that... Yeah. I will build a BLT in your tumor. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Gross. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.